Hey friends, welcome to Faith Coffee and a Kid podcast, and it's time for another coffee break. In today's coffee break, I'm going to be talking about what so many of us women struggle with, and that is saying no. If you find yourself being a guest girl and you are completely exhausted, then you will want to listen to this episode on the coffee break. So sit back, get something yummy to drink, and get ready to sip on God's goodness. Hey friends, welcome to another coffee break. This is your host, Cherie. Thank you for joining me on the podcast today. I hope you are having a great week. I hope that you are sitting back right now, drinking a yummy cup of whatever you love and getting ready to sip on some of God's goodness today. So I wanted to talk about a really practical thing that I think Um, can be very overwhelming, especially to women, I find. And it's exhausting. And that is saying yes. I don't know about you, but I, for years, was a yes girl, right? And I would always say yes, even if I didn't really want to, even if I didn't have the time, the energy, the resources, the money, I continually said yes. And what happened was I was extremely tired. I was extremely burnt out. And then, you know, when you continue to say yes to something that you don't really want to say yes to, it kind of breeds a little bitterness and resentment, right? And that is not what we want to do. Because I think that one of the reasons we say yes is that we do have a desire to help people, right? We do have a desire to serve and we don't want to say no because we want to be there for people, right? We want to be there for our family, our loved ones, our friends, our community, our church, our neighbors, right? We want to serve in a capacity that we can and that reflects God's love. Um, And so, you know, I think we hesitate to say no And I know that I used to say yes all the time, especially in the beginning of like motherhood, right? Like when my daughter was younger, I really had a hard time saying no. Um, And it it wasn't so much to her, like in the sense of like, you know, it wasn't that. It was doing the things that come with like little kids stuff, right? Like being the room mom, volunteering, you know, chaperoning, being on the board, you know, doing all these things, plus working, plus, you know, trying to, I think, overcompensate, right? Like, I didn't want her to ever feel that just because she was in a single parent household that her mom wasn't as active as other moms or wasn't showing up like other parents, right? And it it was totally a me thing, an insecurity thing. Um, And I will say this, I do not regret those days of saying yes, because I really wanted to, right? Um, And that's the difference. I wanted to be there. I wanted to say yes. I have no regrets of saying yes to the sleepovers with six girls sounding like they were going to break my, you know, ceiling upstairs, right? Because those girls now are 18 years old, getting ready to graduate. And I can't tell you how many of them like come up and talk about those memories. So for me, that yes was priceless, right? And, and during that, those yeses, when I would have the girls over or whatever, I really tried to pour into them as much as I could. So it was a fruitful time. Um, but then there are those commitments that we make that um, really just we shouldn't be making, right? 
And by saying yes to everything, what happens is, is that you begin to be in this kind of robotic, like autopilot, right? So you're just kind of going through the motions, going through the next task, and then you are, your battery is drained because you are unable to replenish. And that is one of the reasons why, you know, saying yes should not just be like a snap thing, right? Um, and I think that that's a, a learned um, a learned skill, right? I think that's a, a learned skill because I think sometimes our automatic response is, sure, I'll do that, you know, without really thinking through um, your schedule, without thinking through the time, um, what you might have to put forth, the preparation, all those things. And listen, you are one person. And if you find yourself listening to this and this is resonating with you, really take heed of that because you cannot be all things to all people all the time. And, you know, I I used to say maybe, and I'm going to say this, I think we should take that word out of our vocabulary when we are talking about yeses and no's, right? And Matthew 5, 3, 5, 37, it tells us, let what you say be simply yes or no, right? Anything more than this comes from the evil one or from evil. And I, I was thinking about that and I was like, you know, maybe is like hope deferred, right? Like, it's like, yeah, maybe I'll do that. Even though, you know, kind of like, uh, I don't think I'm going to do that, right? Maybe also keeps people on the hook. So instead of saying that yes, right away or saying that no, um, you're kind of saying, oh, maybe, right? This is what I suggest. And I've heard this before, is before you say yes, um, give it 24 to 48 hours. Say, you know, I really have to think about it. I have to look at my schedule. I have to check out my whatever you have to do, right? Don't just automatically say yes. Really think about it. And let me say this too. Don't let anyone pressure you into saying that yes before you're ready to say yes. And if that yes is a no, then that is okay. It is okay to say no, right? Because we are not here just to do tasks, right? We're not here just to kind of do that check mark off here, check mark off there. We are here to serve in a way that glorifies God, right? And I think that takes intention. I think it takes um, stewardship of your time, your energy, and your resources. And if you do that, then I think when you say yes, when you're being a good steward of your time, when you're being a good student of your or steward of your resources, um, and you know you're not just nilly willy committing. I think that there is a different motivation behind it that even when you serve, it's in a way that does glorify God and you're not doing it just to kind of, um, you know, live up to a certain standard that someone has put in place or you don't want to look bad or you don't want to go back on your word, you know, like it's really important to think about your yes before you say it. Um, so, I feel so strongly about this, that this was actually a session in the online conference that I had. And um, I am writing this ebook that I've taken a little break on because, and I don't want to kind of, but I, I've been writing journals. And so the journals are actually up on Amazon. I'll, I'll put a link in the, the notes, but 
this is such a big topic to me because I think so many of us suffer from this. And I think even our children, right? And especially our girls, you know, like I, I think guys do this, but I think with girls, like we are just so um, socialized and groomed to nurture, to take everything on, to say yes, to, you know, not disappoint anyone. And what happens is we, we give these little girls, you know, this impression that you always have to say yes, you know, or, or, you know, help out or do these things that, you know, are all good things, except for the fact that like, they can exhaust you, right? And and they can burn you out if you don't temper them. So here are like 10 questions. If you're, you're like, I'm not sure if I'm yes girl or not. Here are 10 questions to ask yourself. Do you say yes without understanding the complete details, such as time commitment, resources, expenses, etc.? Number two, do you almost immediately regret saying yes to your request? I have completely done this before. Um, you know, it's like it comes out of your mouth and you just want to, if you could just grab the words that are lingering in the air and bring them back, you would do it, right? Um, number three, do you say yes because you think no one else will do it? I believe this happens all the time. I have seen this in churches, in schools, in every in every facet, right? At work, if if there's something that needs to be done, no one wants to really do it, and then all of a sudden you kind of feel this guilt after you're asked to do it, right? Because you think nobody else is going to do it. It has to get done. That is not your responsibility. Okay. And I'm just going to leave that there. But just because somebody else doesn't want to do something and no one else is volunteering for that particular thing to do doesn't mean you have to. Okay. Um, Do you have boundaries in place around your time commitments? This is number four. You know, listen, we have commitments all day long, right? Whether it's work, whether it's our kids, whatever it is. Put boundaries in place around those commitments so that you are not running from one thing to the next and wearing yourself out. If it bounces up against, you know, you having to drop Susie off at ballet class or whatever, um, really think about that, right? Like, or picking her up, like think about, am I going to have that time? You know, um, that's something that's really important to do and it helps you kind of spread things out. Number five, do you feel guilty when you say no? Uh, number six, are you resentful after you say yes? That's a big one. Um, number seven, are you the first to volunteer even if you have no real interest in the project? And this, I think, goes along with that, you know, do you feel like nobody else is going to do it? So you're like, uh, I probably should. Um, number eight, are you easily coerced into saying yes? Number nine, do you feel physically, emotionally, or mentally depleted after saying yes? You know, when you say yes to something that you really don't have the time for, after you do it, or even beforehand, like I want you to really, if if you're in the midst of this right now, really take um, note of how you're feeling, right? Like, are you physically tired from this? Are you emotionally tired? Are you mentally depleted from it? Like really think about that. Um, number 10, do you say yes, yes to mask your own insecurity or are you trying to overcompensate? And I kind of gave you my story of that. Um, if you answer yes, I think to at least six of these questions, there's a good chance 
that you're a little bit of a yes girl, right? And so I think there is a remedy to this. Um, And I think it comes with practice, to be honest with you. And let me get something straight. If somebody is asking you to do something because they see a certain gift that you have um, and they really want to try to nurture that gift in you and you're saying no because of fear, right? Like that is something completely different. There is a difference between saying no because you're fearful or because you feel like, you know, you're not equipped to do that. Be, you know, and, and what I would say first and foremost, before you say yes or before you say no, pray about it, right? And especially with something like that, right? If it's something where, you know, maybe somebody's asking you to speak to a group or, you know, I don't know, be a vendor because you make beautiful cards or whatever it may be, right? And you're like, no, 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 no. Really, you know, pray about that, but like really look deep and examine your heart to see why. Because that's a different type of no, right? Um, We can say no from fear. And that is different than saying no because of, you know, certain boundaries that you have in place over your time and your, your energy and your resources. Okay, so I just wanted to throw that in there. But the burnout remedy I have for... The, for the yes girl, right? Um, and it, it's three things. It's boldness plus boundaries plus balance, okay? So step one is be bold. And that is take full responsibility and ownership of your yes and your no and recognize that it's your choice. Um, set a new pattern, right? Don't waver in your no. And this step takes practice because people expect you to follow the patterns that you have shown them. And when you stop, it confuses them. And they will ask you over and over again, are you sure, are you sure, are you sure? (laughs) So, you know, you can expect that pushback, but kindly stand firm in your no, right? Boldness doesn't mean that that's mean, right? Like boldness doesn't mean you're being um, rude or unkind. It just means that you're standing firm, So let go of the notion that saying no is a negative, right? People appreciate honesty and forthrightness, forthrightness, and I think when it's done with kindness, there's a respect there, right? Okay, so that's step one, be bold. Take accountability for your yes and your no. Two is to establish boundaries, right? Boundaries are essential in every part of our life. Um, They're essential to protect our spiritual, physical, mental and emotional well-being. So commit to keeping your boundaries. Before you say yes, ask yourself, do I have the time this yes requires? Does yes saying yes take away from take away time from anyone or anything I value, right? If it's t- if somebody's asking you to do something and it's taking time away from your family or um, you know, anything that is really valuable to you, you have to think about if that yes maybe needs to be a no, okay? Does saying yes cross any personal limits that you're uncomfortable crossing? So when you establish these boundaries, you start to create that empty space you need to freely serve the people and commitments that matter most to you, okay? So don't feel guilty about putting boundaries in place because they help you to survive, right? 
or to thrive, not merely survive, right? When we say yes to everything, you know, like we find ourselves in this rat race to survive the day because there's so much we have to do. But when you, when you really put your boundaries in place boldly, you're able to um, thrive because you're not on overload, right? Your plate's not so empty that it's, it's just falling over. Um, step three is balance, right? And I think that, I don't know if we're ever in complete balance in our life, okay? But I do believe that there can be some semblance of balance. I definitely think we can be completely off balance, right? And that's what we don't want. Um, and I think when we spread ourselves too thin, that's a guarantee for us to get out of balance. So weigh your yes and ask a couple questions. You know, am I exhausted because of the number of commitments on my plate? If the answer is yes, it's time to cut those bad boys down, right? Like, it's okay. You don't have to be on every committee. You don't have to be um, on every, you know, volunteer board. I mean, it's, it's okay to say no. Am I neglecting my family, health, home, or anything else that deserves my attention? You know, I have been in positions where like I've, um, you know, taken on something for someone else and I really wanted to do it. But then I, I really realized that the things in my house or like certain things I wanted to get done were really being neglected. And, and part of that was because, listen, there's only so many hours in the day and you cannot do it all, right? Um, I think you can do it if it's, it's planned out well, but you have to prioritize, right? And so whatever your priorities are, those need to come first before any of the yeses outside of that. Um, do I leave things unfinished because of saying yes to commitments outside of my boundaries? Same thing, right? Um, if you're leaving things unfinished because you find you're saying yes to too many things, then you're going to be tired. You're not going to feel like finishing those things in your home, right? Or, or doing the things that um, got kind of fallen behind because you are busy doing the things that you said yes to. Um, so, that is what I really wanted to talk about because I feel that like it's such an unhealthy and unproductive way to live when we continually um, say yes to things that we should probably be saying no to. And, you know, Ephesians 5, 15, 17 says, look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be, be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And I think that when we find ourselves overburdened, overwhelmed, um, you know, exhausted, it always, always come back, comes back to, are we doing the will of the Lord, right? Because the will of the Lord is not going to make you feel like, you know, resentful or bitter or, you know, like angry because you're exhausted, right? Like we have to think wisely in how we spend our time. And I believe that um, when you're able to do that, when you serve, it's just that much better, right? When you say that, yes, it's that much better. Um, and not being afraid to say no, right? Like stopping this culture of like, and I think it's getting better, I think it was, you know, as the years, you know, as people, and I think specifically women, I think as we kind of 
grow. And as the times change, I think that we are much more likely to take care, better care of ourselves, right? Like that's not such taboo anymore where, you know, before, like if you're taking care of yourself and you're not bowing down to everybody's demands, your husband, your kids, your family, your whatever, then like you're being selfish and that's not true. You are not selfish. Okay, friend, I know you're not. Um, And it's okay though to think about how you can be centered in a way that is not overwhelming, that doesn't make you, you know, feel like um, everything that you do is just this litany of things that you said yes to because you didn't want to hurt somebody's feelings or you didn't want to, you know, um, let some, you know, position go vacant, you know, for the, for the church or something like that, because nobody else wants to do it. It's okay to say no. It's okay to protect yourself and to protect your mind and your heart and your body and your time and your energy and the things that you love. So I hope that, you know, if you find yourself saying too many yeses, that this has encouraged you to really think about your yes, think about your no, um, take some space to step back and say, hey, you know what? I can't say yes right now. Give me 24 to 48 hours. And, you know, if I have to say yes right now, it's probably going to be a no. I really need to think about it. It's okay to do that. And listen, the other thing is life changes, guys. Life changes all the time. And I do believe you should keep your commitments. I absolutely think you should keep your word. We should be women of our word. There are times in life where you can't, okay? And I'm not saying it should be, I think it should be an exception rather than the norm. And that's why it's so important to really be measured when you say yes. But things happen in life, right? Parents get sick, kids get sick. Um, Graduation stuff happens. Like there's so many things that happen in life where you may have to dial back and that is okay as well too. If people really care about you, um, when you have to say no, they will understand. And if they can't understand, then that's okay too, right? Like that's okay too. You don't want to disappoint people, but you also have to take care of yourself and people will understand. And again, like I said, that shouldn't be the norm. It should be the exception. Um, but I think, you know, that can be, that can be prevented if we take the time to put our boundaries in place and to really um, be certain about what we can take on, like really looking at our plate, really looking at our priorities and, and just um, praying about praying about it, number one, you know, if God wants you to do this, if this is something you're on the fence about, really ask God to guide you and he will show you, you know, that's the beautiful thing about the Lord, right? He always reveals to us what we need to know Maybe not in the most conventional way sometimes, but he does. So I hope you enjoyed this coffee break. Um, I love doing these and I hope you come back for another. I will say I'm trying to do them on Wednesdays, but it's been a little busy. My daughter is graduating this year and we've had like college visits and dance auditions and lots of stuff happening. So I've been trying to, um, you know, make sure that all of that gets done as well as do these lovely podcasts that I enjoy so very much. And again, I um, have created a few journals. I would love for you to check it out. 
Um, it's on my Amazon author page and I'll put the link in there, but I have two journal. I have actually five. There are two journals that have um, sermon notes. So I don't know about you, but I love when I go to church to take notes on sermons. And so this is a place where it has 52, for it's for 52 weeks. You can write your sermon notes. There's a delve deeper section where you can look, you know, put key takeaways, um, reflection, and a couple other things, pulling out scriptures. There's um, scriptures for each week to, to meditate upon. There's a Bible tracker in there. There's space for prayer requests, prayers answered. I love, it's called my uh, Journey with Jesus Journal. So there's, like I said, there's five of them, but um, I will put the link in here. Take a look at them. They're great gifts um, for your friends, your family, your church friends, um, and let me know if you have any questions. But again, thank you as for always as, thank you as always, I can't talk, I need more coffee, um, for joining the coffee break. And I will be back and I hope you are doing um, well this week. And next week, I want to talk about trusting God over your trauma. And um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to that topic because I have a lot to say on it. I hope you have a wonderful day. Bye.